Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we're agents with Codal Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That's right. So today is February 27th. 27th. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thursday. The month is almost over with. Well, we, we've got extra days this month. Just one. Right. Um, Ash Wednesday happened, so Fat Tuesday before. Yes, it did. A lot of exciting things at the end of the month. Um, last week, we went and saw a River Kings game. We did, and it was very exciting. Yeah. Was that, that your first hockey? It was. How'd you it like was. it? What'd you think? It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. The rink was a little bit warmer than what I anticipated. So, not bad. I think I'd go back again. It was it was humid. So, yeah, it, it did feel like a walk-in cooler. It, it was chilly with just a little bit of humidity. Okay. Yeah. So, I'd gone to a couple other... Hockey games beforehand. One of my um, high school buddies was really into hockey. So this was not my first experience, but I enjoy it. I especially love the Zamboni. Oh, yes. The the king of the ice rink. Cool. Yeah. So what's what's doing this week? So this week, um, we went on a couple tours. We went on two home tours Yeah. on Wednesday. So that was quite nice. So we went to go see a house on 12th, 12th Avenue. 12th Avenue on the west side. On of, the west side. Yep. Just this cute, adorable little three-bedroom home. So a great starter home, budget-priced. So um, really nice home. So we went to go see that. We're going to go take a family over there tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. And then we then came on to the east side of town, and we went to go see a house on Drake Street. So, again, a cute little three-bedroom home. And, again, budget-priced of $80,000. And that one's pretty close. It's right around the corner from the bed and breakfast, the Le Chateau. Yep. Um, and it backs up on the backside to the city park that's over there. The uh, the Bloody 07. The Bloody 07. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to throw in Bloody in there, but yeah, it's Bloody 07. Well, that's what Rapids, everyone in Rapids knows that, that hill by. Yeah, the sledding hill over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is adorable. Adorable little house. Um, and that's first floor ranch. Yep, both um, homes were, were ranch homes, so very comparable to each other. About the same price range? Yep, both in, in that $80,000 mark. And that's really, it's one of the popular price ranges that's that's in town. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot, I mean, what, what were we looking at? Um, you had you had the MLS up the other day, there was 14 houses under 100000 Yes. Um, in, in our area? So I believe so. But we were looking at a particular price range, so it wasn't mm-hmm. everything from zero dollars up to, I believe, it was one, one thirty. Okay. So it was it was just a, a smaller. It was in that one twenty to one thirty. So just taking a look at those those homes, and just kind of, kind of thinking about it and seeing how they come on and go off the market. I mean, there's houses coming on every day. They're coming on every single day, and they're also coming off every single day because we're, like, again, we keep talking about the housing shortage of how there's not enough homes out there to support the demand, which is great for sellers. They're getting, you know, very close to asking or above above asking price, but yet at the same time, though, too, you're only getting maybe one or two families in the home to take a look at it before you have that offer that is written, so... Getting out there, knowing, letting your agent know this is what we're looking for because we check five, six times a day to see what new comes up on the market so that way we can tell you that, hey, we need to go see this house tonight 
-hmm. And we really mean we need to go see it tonight. These are kind of time-sensitive sort of situations. I remember we had one that was last year. That was the craziest that we've had. It was ours, and mm -hmm. we had offer. In. And it was a, a very good offer as far as price range and everything. And, yeah, it was. And we were very good about strategic-wise as far as putting that on the market. We had it on the market. We had people being able to the chance to see it before we even let people in the house to actually go visit the house. So we held those showings back so that way we could have every single family in that price range get a range get an opportunity to look at the pictures and decide whether or not this is something they wanted to go take a look at versus it's out there and it's gone. Well, that's one of the things I, I, I like to think. We, uh, we know that it's a market flooded with buyers and not a lot of houses, and so we'll, we'll definitely make a concerted effort to do the best we can for our sellers and also, you know, keep in mind to do well for the buyers, too, because we want to give a bunch of buyers a chance. Right. And that's the thing that we always look at is, and I know you know, some we want to be respectful of the sellers because they want to sell. Yeah. But at the same time, we want also the buyers to really take a look at it so that way they're not making those split second decisions and then end up finding out this is really wasn't the home for them. And now they're kind of sort of locked into purchasing a house that they really don't want. And we know it can take a little bit of communication time with some other agents. It just, you know, be the time of day, how the agent worked, maybe you aren't communicating well with them or they all, everyone is busy. Mm -hmm. And so if it's gone in hours, oh my gosh, you know, that gives nobody any chance to even think about it. So if we stretch it out just a, a little bit, it'll help more buyers get in communication with their agents and then they can get in the house and... You know, it'd be so horrible to have a multiple offer situation. Yeah. You know, that, that, that would be, golly, we would have to work for our commission and, you know, have to present these six, seven, eight, ten offers. Heavens, whatever should we do? I know. So I think, you know, kind of moving forward, you're going to might be seeing a lot of that of, you know, your agent saying, well, they kind of, the seller blocked that time. We won't be able to get in there until Sunday or until Tuesday. It's because the family wants to have a lot of exposure before they start letting the people in. So it's it's one of those things where you really need to talk with with your agent, and then also have have your agent ask the other agent. I mean, find out why that that is going on. So there's usually right. a reason behind everything. Yeah, um, and it's goodness. I had a thought and I lost it. That's oh, okay. Poof, there it went. Walk back into the cooler. You'll figure it out. Right? The icebox. Zamboni. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hockey. No, it wasn't part of that. So we're excited for the uh, the new housing season coming this, this spring, and it's starting to heat up right now. Yes, it is. We're looking for good weather coming this weekend, and then I'll get people more active again. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, we're, we're excited. So we are going to be heading down to the Oshkosh area to go so show some homes. So the really nice thing about working with us is the fact that we look at our area. We have like our small little bullseye area. So we have like a an inner circle. We know and we love central Wisconsin. We know and we love it. But also we kind of look at it once you get to know us and we start working with you and you are looking at purchasing, say, in the Oshkosh area. 
we'll drive down to the Oshkosh area with you and and that way you can see homes with us because we already have that relationship and we already know what you're liking and wanting to look at purchasing so we love making the drive so this weekend we could do we get to go to Oshkosh and some of our clients uh, need a different relationship from us than others um, some clients we do hand off to other agents in other areas but then they'll have to explain themselves all over again and they'll have to build that relationship with that agent as well mm-hmm. and some people are better served by not doing that Right. Right. So we always just kind of play that by ear. But this weekend, we're going to be down in Oshkosh showing some homes. And again, in that market, too, it's just like they are here in the Rapids area. There's a small amount of homes available in each price range. So, again, we're looking at how do we do this with a small amount of homes, but we still have that large demand in a different area. Technology will help us. It will. And Really, the MLS system, the listing service system in Wisconsin is fairly well intertwined, so we can see information from around the state for the mm-hmm. most part. For it, the most part. It and gets kind of sketchy as we go up north. Yeah. But that's a whole other market in and of itself. And Well, and we always call the listing agents as well and just kind of mm-hmm. talk to them to see what's going on with the home. So that way, if there's something we should know about, we can have that, that conversation ahead of time. I think one of the biggest things that would help us with that type of relationship is a buyer that knows what they want. Mm-hmm. And our particular buyer that we're taking, they already know the school districts in that area. They already know, they know quite a bit. So we're going, we're, we're helping them out. They know where they want to go. They're been very clear about it. So that that's very helpful. Right. We, we always feel like we're the knowledge people of central Wisconsin because that's where we are. And we encourage people to work with an agent who is very knowledgeable in the area. And this definitely helps that they know they already have knowledge of that area they want to move to. So we're helping just facilitate some of that, getting them into houses, seeing what's on coming into that market. And you know, We've got the time. That's what we do is we look at houses and, and what's coming up and mm-hmm. keeping a, a dedicated eye on the market in you know your price range and your categories and those things that you want in your your home yeah so so that's what we were we kind of have today we really didn't have much of a a, of a designated topic to talk about but we hit on some really good key points as far as what is it like to work with us and what to expect right and a lot of the real estate stuff you know we don't want to get too over professional you know like overproduced and it's real life you know and we need to roll with it mm-hmm. so and that it's one of the things you know roll with us and we've encountered some very strange situations through the real estate years and what we find through uh different listings and different types of listings and how people live and then the interesting things that come up during the offer and how that's being handled and how the communication between us and our clients are being handled. Yeah, well, some people don't communicate the same way. So one person might be really email-centric and another person might be really... uh, Texty. Texty, yeah, Yeah. around the messenger. Or they're just, you know what, I want you to sit down at the the kitchen table with a cup of coffee and we're going to eat some pie and we're going to talk. And we're up for that. Oh, yes. I love pie. I'm a fan of pumpkin pie. Yes, you are. 
这样。So this weekend, so community events. Now you just got done. You were you were off doing. You're out of the area for the day, so we really don't have our, our large list of community events that are going on. But we did start off with hockey, so I think we should end with hockey. So the River Kings are playing this weekend, and they advanced into the playoffs. It is playoff season for the hockey, River right? Kings. Yeah. And we are playing on home ice. So the last weekend, they were. The two wins secured the home ice advantage. So they're at home for the playoffs, which is great. So we, I know we have that going on. So you want to see some fun fun kids play hockey. The River Kings are, are playing. I don't know the times, but just go to their Facebook page, and it has all the details there. I noticed there was a Facebook post, um, I believe, community media page had a, a, a video presentation, so they went through the playoff situation and all those details, and, you know, community media is going to have the uh, the live event as well, mm-hmm. so they're going to stream that, and you'll catch again on YouTube a day later. Yeah, so, you know, really, really exciting to see what our, our little community has to to offer. Look at you being hockey-focused. I know, look at that. Kind of like it. I might know some terms, like, you know. Goal. Yeah, there's a goal. And they have periods. Okay, so I did watch Miracle on from the 1980s Olympics. The Miracle on Ice. Yeah, Miracle on Ice. So I did, after we did go watch that, I did come back and watch that movie again. It is still probably one of my top ten favorite movies is, is the hockey one. Okay. I I tend to lean toward the Mighty Ducks. Yes, Mighty Ducks is, is another good one. So in the back of my head, it doesn't really matter if you know the difference between a goal line and a blue line, because I still don't, I know what a goal line is, but I don't know what a blue line is. I just get excited for the Zamboni. Right. So um, anyway, so the weekend we got hockey and Rapids. I, I will also mention that college hockey takes it up a whole nother level. There's a lot more excitement. You know, it's more of a visceral feeling. The college kids, college hockey, it's, it's that next level. All right. I'm and sure, I'm, I'm sure the Alexander House has got some Something artworks. with the Ritters? Yeah. <laughs> There's some artwork being shown at the Alexander House. So definitely take a, look, take a look at that. And then also the Cultural Center still has one of their exhibits going on. They always seem to have one going on over the weekend. So really looking forward to that. The R, the, I believe it's the Cultural Center, or it's going to be the Arts Council, one of the two. I always get them messed up. But they're going to be doing a uh, paint. It's a live action paint. So there's an orchestra that plays. And the painters are painting at the same time that the orchestra is playing. And they have until the time that the music stops to finish their painting. Interesting. Right. And these are like huge murals. So I learned, I overheard a little bit of the conversation. So I'm going to really look into that just to kind of see what that's about. But I thought it'd be kind of fun just to watch of how you do large paintings while the orchestra is playing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Timed painting. Yeah. Might be something I could do. Yeah. You you do tend to paint fairly quickly. You take uh, painting courses every now and then. Not really like to learn a lot of new stuff, but I'm sure you get some tips and takes takeaways from them. I do. And the gal I paint with, she just loves it when I come in. I just sit down and she starts to explain something and she just kind of looks at me and just says, go. And 
I well, just paint. Well, you're crafty, Carrie. Yes. You do. You do a lot of craft-centric things. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. So, kind of very excited about this. Paint in an orchestra. So could you do a painting in twelve minutes? Probably not. Okay, because that's. I wouldn't look very cute. Because that's about how long Inagata de Vida is. Okay. Well, it's it's you know part of my radio fascination. You know, if the DJ had to go to the bathroom, you know, put on Inagata de Vida, and he had about twelve minutes. Sounds good. Okay, so that's all we have for you today. Sorry, it's kind of short and sweet to the point, but hopefully you learned something about us today. Thanks for spending time with us. All right, you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.